And that's why I believe in you because that is the greatest purpose. It's to love. Honest. It's to, it sounds corny. Whatever you want to say, I don't care. I love people because there is freedom and power in loving people. Hello, all you positive heads out there. Thanks for tuning your beautiful brainwaves into another episode of the Positive Head Podcast, where we have the crazy belief that creating success and happiness is a daily conscious effort, which is why we provide you with a fresh serving of soul food for thought five days a week. I'm your host, Brandon Beecham, and each and every Wednesday, you can tune in to hear me interview a different consciousness changemaker that is out there working tirelessly to help catalyze change and expand awareness all across Spaceship Earth. On the other four weekdays, you can tune in to myself and my co-host, Dalian, giving interpretations of our favorite thought-provoking quotes, sharing a bit of inspiring or mysterious news, taking questions from the audience, and digging into any other mind-expansive topics that will help keep your soul fed by tuning you into positive vibrations on a regular basis. Also, this Positive Head podcast is definitely a labor of love for Dalian and I, but make no mistake, it takes a lot of time, energy, and resources to produce five episodes each and every week for you, our listeners. So if you enjoy the Positive Head podcast, it would be stellar and much appreciated if you showed us your support at PositiveHead.com by picking up one of our unique Positive Head bracelets. Of course, you would most certainly be helping yourself in the process because it functions as much more than just another stylish accessory. And if you haven't ever seen one, they're really cool, simple little bracelets with our Flower of Life Sacred Geometry inspired logo. They're actually made out of recycled tires and metal, so our intention is, of course, to do something positive by giving new life to previously discarded goods, and as far as their functionality goes, they act as a daily reminder to help you focus on the positive aspects of your daily life. The concept was actually inspired by studies that you can read about on our our website, but besides that, many people believe just wearing something with sacred geometry is empowering in and of itself, uh, which you can also read about on our site. And of course, as the Buddha once famously said, what you think you become. So we believe having something on your wrist that reminds you to keep a positive head the same way a Fitbit reminds you to keep active makes a whole lot of sense. Of course, we charge way less than Fitbit for helping you to manage your mental health because we let you name your price for your positive head bracelet. The reason we do that is because our heartfelt intention is to spread the positivity at all costs, first and foremost. That is our primary aim. And we don't ever want money to stand in the way of somebody wearing one. So if money is super tight and you want to pay as low as our cost to get one, no problem. On the flip side, if you love our podcast and just hit the lotto and want to show us your support by paying a million dollars for one, well, that won't hurt our feelings much either, I assure you. All right, all you positive heads, welcome back to another episode of the Positive Head Podcast. I'm your host, Brandon Beecham. Got my co-host, Dalian. Dalian the Alien here with me. Hello, Dalian. Hello. We're recording this today and releasing this episode same day, Brandon. Ah, and it we is, are, aren't we? Yeah. Which is a, not always the case, but today yeah. it is. <laughs> Magical date today, 6 16 16 Ah. And the future is here. 666 is in there. And people, you know, people always say, associate that with evil and so forth. But actually, it's 
it's representative of like physicality, the physical realm, the earthly realm kind of thing. So six 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 is not evil. It's a good day. It's a day to be grounded, right? Wasn't isn't six sixteen in the Bible referred to as well as the number of man? Right. I, exactly. I think they also call it the number of the beast, and of course, that's what people seized upon. Yep. But I believe you know, yeah, it's the mention of the number of man. that makes sense to me because if seven. Um, I think it typically represents something like divinity. Then six would represent humanity being right, you know, on the threshold of divinity in a sense. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That all makes sense to me. In, in Chinese, uh, 666 is a tonal equivalent for things going smoothly and a favored number as an alliance with the roulette table. <laughs> oh, I should, I should have known when I played roulette. Um, but yeah, it's so it is, uh, yeah, representative of the physical dimension uh, sort of thing. And so, of course, people have gravitated to that and think of Satan or the devil, the guy with the horns and the, you know, the pointy tail <laughs> as this, uh, you know, uh, worldly, you know, do worldly things character. So I think it probably got twisted at some time, but um, I'm no expert no, in numerology. Yeah, it didn't no, get imagine. <laughs> I don't claim to be a numerology expert, but uh, yeah, I thought that was... Uh, an interesting little tidbit that you pointed out there, Dalian. What I love about this sort of 666 uh, topic, since we just kind of randomly uh, landed on it, it's it's another great example of, you know, energy, any, anything really being neutral by default, and then sort of the uh, energy or the perspective we bring to it determining whether it's good or bad. So you can take this just simple idea, 666, and make it mean something negative. You see it around, and all of a sudden you get negative feelings, and oh no, it's a it's a foreshadowing of something bad, or whatever it means to you in your world. And as a result, now you've made it into something dark and negative and bad, and you've sort of started resonating and playing in the vibrational pool of, you know, evil, right? Quote, unquote. Or flip that evil backwards and live, and you can take it uh, like the, you know, let's take the Chinese perspective. It is, uh, it means things are going to go smoothly. It means, uh, you know, it's a representation of this beautiful physical dimension that we live in, and it's, it's a good thing. It's a positive thing. So now I see it, and it means something really good to me. And I love this because it's a, it's a great example of what we always talk about on the show, and that is, what story are you telling? You are making it all up anyway. This reality is malleable. Make up good stories. Make up good spins. It, whatever you think is what you create to be real. So for some person out there, it is negative. For some other person out there, it is highly positive. What is it going to be for you? What is anything going to be for you for that matter? I don't care what's happening to you. Make up, find the good angle, find the glasses half full perspective, and then you will get the half as glass full results, right? So yeah, like this cool little topic. Let's see what's going on today in positive headland. Um... We have uh, some some contact from listeners, which we always get uh, excited about, of course. Um, well, actually, why don't we, before we go into some of that, why don't we share some of, uh, you have some cool stories actually queued up that you want to chat about, because we haven't done, you haven't done any kind of uh, daily news coverage lately. We've been busy with other things, so That's you have a right. little catch up. Yes. And so what I thought I would do today, Bran, is... Uh, 
briefly mention some of the stories that have been in the news that have caught my eye that uh-huh. I would have talked about. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to sort of quickly run through a few of these stories and just discuss them here for a minute if they tickle our fancy. One of the ones that um, I was uh, going to comment on because we've talked about something similar happening in Germany, but in my home country of Chile, solar energy output has become so um, abundant that it's also gone into negative territory. So uh, Chileans are enjoying <laughs> yeah, some solar energy for free. Um, one of the things that I saw when I visited my family down there last year that I commented to you on uh-huh. was the fact that um, my family lives on a coastal city. And so when I went to see them, I traveled through the Chilean main highway. That's kind of like a PCH or Pacific Coast Highway. It just travels along the coast, right? Yep. And I noticed a lot, a lot more uh, wind turbines set up to collect wind uh, energy than there had been there years prior a lot more so Mm -hmm. i figured chile was definitely ramping up its efforts to get green energy Mm -hmm. and i thought that was awesome that part of the problem and it's mentioned on a bloomberg uh, news article from early june is that chile unlike germany of course uh doesn't have a power grid that's set up to be national and to be super efficient Mm -hmm. so one of the problems that's going on is that um Energy is free in certain parts of the country, solar energy that's generated, but it can't be exported or sent to other parts that really need it. So unfortunately, it's not quite um, as awesome as it could be because the Chilean grid is essentially not fully there. Mm. But uh, it's still, you know, just a remarkable positive and, and definitely something that I think is worth discussing even for a minute, reporting on as a bit of news like we did yeah, with the Germany Yeah, no, it's thing. super encouraging. Now you have two countries that have done this. Like, exactly. It's... Uh, the the snowball is is a rolling. <laughs> yeah, and of course, well, uh, I recall that I reported on India and the Netherlands announcing or both committing to phasing out all fossil fuel vehicles, and they were going to switch to all electric cars. In the case of the Netherlands, you can see that happening because these progressive European nations are kind of known for that. But in the case of India, a massive country with huge population, yeah. I thought that was a really big deal for them. Yeah. So, yeah, that's one of the stories that I had... Uh, sort of prepared to talk about. One of the other ones that I thought I could mention is something that people have, I'm sure have seen in the news recently as well. It is uh, more and more hints and tidbits that there's going to be a major announcement regarding UFOs by a sitting U.S. president. Ooh. Yeah, I know, huh? It's time to talk about aliens again. <laughs> uh, Q um, alien music, Jalen. <laughs> I know, huh? I should have a, a theme. You, you need to. Every time yeah. you mention aliens, like it needs to, yeah. Feel free, yeah, and any of you creative types out there, if you've got something good that you want to share with the Positive Head podcast, uh, feel free to send it, some audio clip or whatever. But uh, no, what what uh, I've seen is both uh, reports that President Barack Obama is going to make an announcement before he leaves office, which mm. of course is slated to happen here in only a few months, right? Interesting. Yeah, and so uh, I think that what's happened here, and part of this is reports from the Mirror paper in Britain, Brendan, mm-hmm. and I found an article on the MSN website. Yeah, that's pretty but, wild uh, for MSN yeah. to report on something like this. Exactly. If it's getting to major news outlets, then you know there's something to it. But uh, long story short, disclosures about other major nations like France, uh, even Britain, and the USSR, or sorry, <laughs> the Russia, mm-hmm. uh, 
indicate or essentially they put a bit of pressure on the U.S. president because these nations are allies of the U.S. and they're coming forth saying there's something there. You know, we know that there is. We know the U.S. has documents. They need to just come clean. Yeah. And so either Obama or I think Hillary Clinton, that's one of the things that the article hints at is that Hillary Clinton has been very vocal and open about her picture not too long ago of Hillary Clinton and she was carrying a book and someone had zoomed in on the book. You couldn't really tell unless you zoomed in and it was a it was a UFO book. Indeed. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. So um, the pressure is on for uh, there, you know, for there to be some sort of disclosure. And it seems that if Obama doesn't pick up that um, initiative somehow, uh, then perhaps or there's a good chance that Hillary will if she's elected president. So yeah. uh, it seems like we may have some major announcement forthcoming there. Cool. Very soon. Yeah. Super exciting. The last thing, Brandon, that I thought I could briefly mention is it's one of these stories that I've reported on before. Something similar to this dragon molecule that was found in Earth orbit. Mm -hmm. This is called a chiral molecule, Mm C-H-I-R-A-L. And it's essentially a complex organic molecule that's uh, sort of a building block for organic life. Mm-hmm. They exist here on this planet, but it's interesting. The article says that uh, pretty much uh, all chiral molecules found on Earth are left-handed, meaning that they have a molecular configuration that orients them in a certain way. Mm-hmm. Well, the ones that they found in outer space can be left or right-handed, hmm. meaning that they have a layout that's mirrored, essentially. Interesting. Yeah, and these have been found in, um, I guess it's like clouds of dust and uh, particles that are near the center of the Milky Way galaxy. Mm-hmm. So they're definitely in outer space, but these are essentially complex organic molecules or wow. life-forming molecules, as they call them. Wow. So technically, that would be life floating around in space. Alien life, yeah. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Cue music again, Dalian. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, moving right along. Thank you, Dalian, for the uh, the Dalian News uh, the, the Dalian News Channel's update. <laughs> I had to think about that one. Uh, and uh, what did I want to talk about next? Oh, we had a write-in from a listener, a longtime listener. This guy's written in before, and he always has something interesting to share when he does write in. So I wanted to uh, read it off to you guys. And of course, any of you who haven't written in, please do. We love interacting with you. We love hearing from you. We love answering your questions. We love just getting a glimpse into your life. Um. It is. Uh, it makes our day around here. This is from the French. The French fry. He said, "Hey guys, just wanted to share a quick synchronicity story, and about how the quote for Monday's episode was perfect. When you let go, something special happens. You give God room to work." I've recently started living on my own with two roommates and became tight on money. So I'd been praying and meditating on becoming more abundant. When I found out that I was going to have to pay a medical bill, my mom had originally told me she would pay $1,400. I was nervous. Fortunately, I'm applying to get the bill lowered and the accountant at the hospital bar parked me around $300 for a high estimate. But in order to apply, I needed to switch my, my Michigan driver's license to a Colorado one. As excited as I was to get a Colorado driver's license, finally, I also found out I was going to have to buy two plates and register my car, which 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 would have been good until August. The day I got my license, I went home, was putting my receipts and paperwork in my filing cabinet. While searching through, I found an old check from August 2015 for almost $300, paying for my car and portion of my bill. There really are no limits to what God, source, higher self, or the universe can manifest for you. 
I love this. It reminds me of the story uh, on the Dr. Bruce Lipton episode where he talked about, you know, he getting down to it, needed money badly. How do I manifest money? And all of a sudden his wife finds out, you know, some investment or something they had forgotten about from years and years and years earlier had paid off this huge amount, huge amount. His case, it was like $300,000. Can you imagine like, oh, I completely forgot I have this huge amount of money as a possibility in my world. And uh, so, yeah, this is a great example. And whether it's $300 or $300,000, like literally, what are you vibrating with as a, a as a possibility in your world? What are you opening yourself up to? So I love, thank you, French, French Fry. Thank you, French Fry, uh, for sharing this. This is a really cool uh, story. You're, you're absolutely got it, man. You're on the path. And, uh, you know, just keep doing what you're doing. And then he added a question as well, Daly. And so I'll, I'll go into that as well. He said, I have, within the last year, adopted the belief that time is malleable. I've yet to go backwards in time, but I truly believe time slows down and speeds up depending on what you're doing, how you're thinking. Also, if you're always focused on not having enough time, you'll create a reality where you don't have enough time. I frequently work a 5 a.m. shift, and even if I don't go to bed until 11 p.m. the night before, I always get my eight hours I love how he says that because that math doesn't add up. But what he's saying is I always get my eight hours because time almost stops when I'm asleep. So to the other listeners and our hosts, do you have similar experiences with time? And are there any other ways that you have altered your reality to make your life more enjoyable? Thanks, everyone. Love you guys. Keep up the good work. So really interesting point. Uh, you know, he's becoming a master of time and space. And I think uh, he asked if we had stories like this. And it's really, uh, he really hit the nail on the head when, if you think there's not enough time, there's not enough time. If you think there's plenty of time to do everything that you need to do, there's plenty of time to do everything that you need to do. Like this whole thing, just like the 666 thing we talked about or anything else in your world, it's all so malleable. If you're, th- It's really about what you're resonating with. If you think, I'm going to go to bed tonight and I'm going to feel like I got eight hours sleep, I'm, I'm getting into the vibration of what that's like. It doesn't really matter how the magic happens. The magic happens. You know, I've got all these things on my plate and I'm going to get them done with ease with time to spare you know, next thing you know, you're finding, if you're believing that and you're resonating with that, you know, it's like, is time slowing down? Is it not slowing down? What's happening? Who, who the heck knows how it's all working? But this reality is so malleable uh, that you can literally become a master of time and space. So uh, I'm sure there's some really fascinating stories out there. I don't have some incredible magical story up my sleeve of, you know, uh, all of a sudden, you know, it felt like 20 hours to me and only one hour passed on the clock, but I bet you there's a bunch of them out there. And, uh, I think it's a really good point. And one for me to keep in mind too. I love that he brought this up even for me today, because I have a lot on my plate right now, a lot of projects, a lot of, a lot going on. And so sometimes it's easy to get overwhelmed thinking, how can I do it all? And remembering that I've got, you know, you know, I'm a master of time and space. I can bend time and space to make sure that I get everything done that I need to be done and feel good in the process, not feel rushed, stressed, anxious, you know, overwhelmed, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, this whole um, conversation makes me think of how many people are out there who, and this has been going on for many years now, but uh, all these people who are running around uh, with packed schedules, just full of things that they need to get to. And uh, everything is done with this sense of like, really kind of dread like oh my god i've got a mountain of things to get to my life is so busy you know how we've glorified busyness and it's something that sue krebs talked about in one of her blogs a few months ago it's an idea that we understand but unfortunately we also get caught up in the fact that 
our Western life is so demanding. And yeah. there are a lot of things that we just need to pay attention to, right? Yeah. So I think that's part of the, the thing there is to, you know, make sure that we're being careful what we pay attention to. Yeah. Because there seems to be a number of things that we engage in that we give a lot of importance to that perhaps aren't as important, right? Mm-hmm. And that we could just cut out, um, you know, when, when we just don't have enough time. Um, so yeah, that, that whole thing of time to me has to do with uh, prioritizing things as well. Mm-hmm. One of the other things that I've heard that uh, I'm trying to live up to or, or live by is this idea that um, I think I've heard Abraham Hicks put it in this way, something like, if you can connect with the essence of the now and who you are and your innermost thoughts and feelings, you can ask yourself, what is the most effective use of my time right now? Mm-hmm. And ask yourself that question every single moment mm-hmm. of your day. That mm-hmm. should help give you an idea as to what you should be doing. Because if you're running around, you know, trying to complete a million errands and everything's done with the sense of like, oh, I just need to get this done. That's and the oh, key okay. is what is the energy? What, what is the sense that you're feeling at that time? You know, and that's creating you know, that's creating everything. Indeed. So yeah, I, I also don't have uh, an experience, uh, a very dramatic experience of time warping, but I definitely have a sense that time is very relative these days. So for sure, I have an experience of time um, flowing by really fast. That's the direction in which it seems to be moving for me anyway, is that time seems to be flying by almost regardless of what's going on in my life. If I'm extremely busy or even if I'm not that busy, somehow time just seems to be just flying by regardless. And I think that's the case probably for a lot of people there. It may be a fact, and I have read this and talked about this before, but time may be accelerating at least our perception of well, it. Well, there's uh, and this could be a cool story for you to report on there. They've done experiments where, you know, uh, they actually show time being altered based off how fast you're moving. Right. So it's uh, yeah. Discovery Channel did a whole thing on it, or something like that, a few years ago. So that'd be a cool thing to kind of show the the physics behind it, even uh, when you look at it from a very physical level. But kind of what I'm talking about here is even beyond the physical level, like just in your uh, perception of reality. You know what you you said it a minute ago. What you pay attention to, you you buy into. You're buying it. Once again, this this is a malle- malleable reality. Let's make it work for us. You know. But uh, moving right along, I would like to jump right into a positive pondering breakdown of the day. And this is a quote uh, unknown. I'm not sure who wrote it, but I love it. So here it is. There isn't enough room in your mind for both worry and faith. Choose wisely. Love this quote. It's uh, yin and yang. Worry, (laughs) worry, faith, worry, faith. We kind of uh, we all know that person who's all in the worry uh, we don't know as many people who are all in the faith. Uh, at least I don't see. And I'm trying to become that person who's all in the faith. It is my my daily conscious effort. I may not always achieve it, but it's what I'm setting out to do. And I firmly believe if you have faith that you'll get what you need, you always get what you need. And if you look at your history, you've always gotten what you need. So why are you worrying? The future never shows up like you imagine it to be, you know, fear, uh, you know, uh, False emotions appearing real or having these ideas, these feelings about this bad thing that could or couldn't happen. Worry, right? A poor use of imagination. <laughs> Worry. And you're just using your imagination to focus on this thing that never shows up like you imagine it will. Nothing ever does. Uh, meanwhile, if you look at your history, you've always been able to cope with whatever is in the now. You've always gotten what you need. It may not be what you want. It may not be the easiest thing, um, it, it, but you've always gotten through it. So if you can move into 
that knowing that I'll always get to it, always be able to cope, always be able to deal. Whatever comes at me, there will be a path for me. There are no problems, only solutions. And if you can move into that more fully, it is my sincere effort to do it. And I'm getting better and better at it in spite of trials and tribulations. And the universe responds to that. It makes the path easier. It likes to see you moving into that faith, knowing that the universe supports you, holds you up. You're a part of it. It has always been here for you. It always will be. Let the worry go. You know, let the worry go. Let the fear go. And I think uh, this is something that we could talk about literally every day on the show because it is such an important piece. You know, worry or faith, what's it going to be? Move into a place of faith that you will always get what you need. You are a divine emanation. You are a chip off the block of source, the source that created all things. You can never not be provided for. You can worry about not being provided for, but you can never not be alive and okay. And and, and maybe it's not what you want, like I said, but you can find peace with it. And if it's something that you don't want, Congratulations, change is guaranteed. (laughs) So move into a place of radical acceptance of what is and focus your attention on what it is you want. Pay attention, buy into what you want to see more of and accept whatever is. This is a formula. This is a formula to uh, happiness, peace, and uh, relaxing into your life, flowing into your life. And it's within us all to do. It's just a matter of reprogramming ourselves to look at life through this lens. Okay, Dalian, well, uh, man, where did the time go? <laughs> I thought you were a master of space and time and you were going to bend it here. It's like, we're already... <laughs> oh, I forgot to turn on my TARDIS machine. Oh, <laughs> damn it. Uh, so uh, what I would like to do is uh, leave uh, some music actually from a listener, someone that I met uh, maybe a year ago at a, a festival and just an extraordinary person. Um, his name is Reed and uh, Reed definitely... One of those people, Dalian, you know, I meet and it's like, uh, there's such a familiarity there, you know, young, young guy, just so much goodness there. And we, we've stayed in touch. He's a, um, big supporter of the podcast, told a lot of people about it, things like that. Hadn't talked to him in a few months and, uh, we get a message on SoundCloud from B-Rad. Now keep in mind that when I met this kid, uh, you know, he's a few years older than my son. And uh, when I met him, I was like, oh, you know, you need to meet my son, Bradley. I just feel like, like, you guys are going to be friends. You need to meet one day, da, da, da. Well, he, now he's got a sound crowd called B-Rad, which is what actually, you know, my son Bradley, one of the nicknames that he's been called his whole life. I'm like, oh, how appropriate. That's what your SoundCloud name is when he writes me and he says, hey, I wanted to give... Um, my personal relationship, share my personal relationship with your podcast since you're always asking for that kind of feedback. And I have never really shared any besides how lovely it is to share with my friends. I had a car crash that happened about six months ago that really shook up my being. All of a sudden, I'm plagued by chronic pain, negative thoughts. Sometimes it gets really hard to even breathe unless I'm just focusing on that process alone. Your show is such a simple and beautiful tool to remind me of a a legion of tools at my disposal to stay in the moment and derive well-being from anything and everything. Truly, your show has saved my life and well-being through the simplicity and accessibility of the plethora of positive reminders and tools it provides. It's such an easy way to raise my vibration when I get confused and sucked into negative cycles. So again, thank you, Brandon and Dalian, from the bottom of my heart for continuing your part in the transformation of Spaceship Earth earth it means a lot to me and one day i hope that i can return the favor made this track as a little thank you 
And so uh, I, I love this. This is, you know, such a great guy. And here we had talked a little bit about his music and he was really just getting into music pr- production and he made a song as a thank you. What a, an amazing gift uh, back to us. And I'm so glad that, you know, Reed, we could help to inspire you in any way. Just know it's happening for you, not to you. This is going to make you stronger. Just like the song that you shared, The Butterfly Effect. You are that butterfly. And sometimes, you know, the cocoon process can be painful. And it sounds like you've been through some painful stuff since I saw you last. And um, just keep on keeping on. You've got such great energy and such a bright future. Um, So... Any of you guys, uh, yeah, check out his new page. He's starting to put out music. It's under B-E and then R-A-D. So two words, B-R-A-D. And this is the track he made for uh, to dedicate to Dalian and I, Butterfly Effect. Hope you all enjoy. It's quite beautiful. Thank you. 